okay, this is John. I'm going to do a, a, a memory uh, exercise here, uh, not really an interview, but I have uh, jotted down some things I remember about living on Euclid Avenue in, in Mobile, Alabama. Uh, I think we moved away from there uh, when I was maybe nine years old, and uh, some of these memories are from early, early, early. Some of them for, are from a little later. Uh, and uh, unlike my, my interviews with my brother and sister so far, uh, I've had a few t moments to think about this and jot down some notes. When I interviewed my, when I interviewed Howard and Susie and Dorothy, I did not let them know what we were going to talk about, and so that was real stream of consciousness. Uh, this is a little less stream of consciousness because I've got some notes in front of me, but still, who knows what I'm going to say. So let's talk about early, early memories. Uh, probably my earliest memory uh, is of my mother rocking me as an infant. I would guess somewhere around 10 months old. I can remember being in her lap, and if you've ever uh, held an infant in your lap in a rocking chair, sometimes you, you hold them by placing their bottom in your lap, and put, letting their head uh, go out a little bit over your knees and you support their head with your two hands. And so you're kind of leaning down over the, the little baby as the baby is uh, resting along the, the space between your two legs and their head is, is right out above your knee and then you rock back and forth and rock. Well, this was wintertime and uh, in the Euclid Avenue house, we had a floor furnace. I believe it was oil-fired. Uh, and the, the heater uh, had uh, a big, maybe two-foot by three-foot uh, metal uh, grid uh, right above it. Uh, so if you stood right there, you'd be really, really warm. Uh, and I can remember my mother rocking me and each time she would rock forward, my head would go out over the rising heat from that floor furnace. And she would rock back and forth and back and forth. And I would get angrier and angrier or, or more uncomfortable and more uncomfortable and would cry and cry. And my mother, God bless her heart, would try and soothe me the best she could. And I remember her singing songs and I remember her singing about a rose, and I'm guessing it was the Wild Irish Rose song. Uh, I can't remember, you know, the song itself, but I do remember hearing the word rose. So at the age of about 10 months, I was recognizing language even though I wasn't speaking it. I, I think I spoke late as a, a young child, as far as I remember. And speaking of the floor furnace, something that happened to me a little later in life, uh, maybe when I was five or six, seven, sometime in there, um, I was running through the house during the winter and fell down and braced myself 
with my forearm. I don't remember if it was left arm or right arm, but I landed on the metal grid on my forearm. And uh, I carried that scar, that burn scar with me for seven or eight years. Uh, you can still see it. Uh, so I'm, I have a very clear memory of, of those two incidents uh, involving the floor furnace. Some other uh, memories I have of the house there in Mobile are a little more pleasant. We had a screened-in front porch, which I uh, like to sit on, especially when it was raining outside. Um, we had a, a window fan, a large fan that sat in the window, and uh, there was a table up next to it. And one of my favorite things to do would be to hide under the table while the, the window fan was running. And uh, I guess that began my uh, infatuation with white noise. I love white noise now. I love to sit on my back porch and listen to the rain on my tin roof. Uh, sometimes uh, when I'm, you know, can't go to sleep or something, I'll put the headphones on and listen to rain sounds. So, loved sitting under the uh, window fan. Um, another pleasant memory from uh, Mobile is uh, playing outside. Uh, my mother would send us outside in the morning, and I guess she would call us in for lunch and then call us home in the evening. And other than that, we were just on our own outside playing in the yard and even down the street. Uh, I don't remember the neighborhood children, but I'm pretty sure that there were some neighborhood children because one of my memories is uh, the, the street was concrete. And so there were, uh, you know, those, uh, I, I don't know, little black tar strips uh, that would separate the little sections of the concrete. And uh, one of the things I remember is playing Foursquare. And uh, that was, you know, mid-1950s, I guess. So that game's been around for a long time. I loved playing that game. Uh, I do remember, I, I kind of remember, well, I do remember clearly playing with a friend who whose grandmother lived across the street. Uh, he would come and visit occasionally. I'm almost sure his name is Donnie, but I can't rem I, I'm not totally positive about that. But I do remember he would come and visit his grandmother and we would play together. And one of the things we would do is uh, climb trees. I loved climbing trees. And in his grandmother's yard, there was a an old garage or maybe a tool shed, uh, old wood structure with a tin roof, and we would climb all over that thing and hunt for lizards, and we would catch lizards, and we would let them go. We, we didn't harm any. No lizards were harmed in this story, uh, but we would catch lizards, and that was great fun. Uh, I, I still remember it. Um... Uh, uh, not so happy uh, memory about climbing in trees is uh, 
uh, one time I was uh, climbing down out of a tree and one of the things I'd like to do is uh, hold on to that last limb with my two hands and then drop the remaining foot, two feet, however far it was. And one time I dropped onto a board that had a nail uh, sticking straight up and landed on that nail with my foot. Uh, I can remember that. I can remember crying. I can remember my mother taking care of me. And I can remember the tetanus shot. Um, another story about climbing in trees is there was a, a, a great big, I guess, oak tree uh, in the yard catty-quartered. Our, our house was at the corner of Euclid and Bankhead. And catty-quartered, uh, catty corner to us was a big oak tree and myself and some other children I don't remember if it was my friend Donnie or if it was other children we, one day we climbed up in that tree and there was a big limb that uh, went out over the street and so we decided we would uh, just pelt some cars with some acorns and so we uh pelted some, some cars came by, we pelted them with acorns and uh, missed most of the time. But one time we had a handful of acorns and we got this windshield right smack in the middle and the car braked and stopped and a big giant man came out and uh, started yelling at us and we climbed out of that tree and we ran around the neighborhood and he ran after us and eventually we lost him. But uh, it, it was a pretty scary memory. It, it sticks in my mind for sure. Um, another memory I have from back then, uh, of course, was simpler times. Like I said, uh, my mother would let us go out and play in the yard and check on us once in a while. Uh, as a matter of fact, I remember uh, when I was small, maybe six, seven, eight years old, I developed a, a iron deficiency and I had to go to once a week to the doctor and get an iron shot. And I can remember riding the city bus by myself to get the iron shot. Now, I find that difficult to believe now uh, that somebody would let their small child ride a city bus by themselves, but I, I'm pretty certain I remember that. Um, <clears throat> speaking of shots, I remember going to Little Flower School. Little Flower Elementary was a Catholic school, and uh, I went there in the first grade. I can remember uh, in preparation for going to the first grade, I can remember the day that my mother uh, took me for shots, and we got some kind of shots, and oh, I was terrified, I cried. Uh, I can remember that being a very unpleasant experience. Um, and then I, uh, there's a couple more memories I have from elementary school, from first grade, and, and they were uh, bad memories. Uh, I can remember uh, one day, and of course this was a Catholic school, I had a nun for a teacher, and the nun uh, asked me to go to the chalkboard, and up on the chalkboard was, was the alphabet and little wooden tiles or cardboard tiles or something, and they were all mixed up, and she asked me uh, to put them in order. And uh, I had no idea what the alphabet was. I didn't know what order it went in. Uh, 
uh, I was terribly humiliated. And uh, humiliation can happen that early. And I'm now 60 year, 68 years old. And that was first grade. I would have been five. Uh, that's 63 years I have lived with that humiliation. So uh, be gentle with your young children because uh, they have tender feelings. And uh, I can remember that. Uh, and a number of humiliations that happened to me uh, early in life. As a matter of fact, still in that Catholic classroom, one day uh, we were about to say the Pledge of Allegiance and uh, I asked the nun, can I go to the bathroom? I really got to go to the bathroom. I got to go to the bathroom. And the nun says, no. And I said, please, I've got to go to the bathroom. And she says, no. And we started the Pledge of Allegiance and uh, I just wet my britches there in the first grade, puddle formed on the floor. Uh, and again, I, I was humiliated and I have lived with that humiliation for 63 years. And of course, later became a school teacher. And you can ask any of the kids I ever had in class, if somebody asked to go to the bathroom, they were immediately let go to the bathroom, no questions asked. They could be pulling a prank, I didn't care, I wasn't taking the chance. Uh, I let anybody go to the bathroom that wanted to go. Um, speaking of the first grade, I missed, I think I remember my mother telling me I missed 76 days of the first grade. And, and I was a September boy, which means you, you go to first grade as a young person. I think I was actually five years old when I entered first grade and then September 13th happened and uh, I had a birthday. I graduated from high school when I was 17. Uh, so, uh, <clears throat> I was young anyway, uh, missed 76 days of school uh, with the hoop and cough, uh, with tonsils, with, uh, you know, pretty much any childhood disease that you could think of, uh, and uh, get those shots, people, because, again, I remember very clearly having the hoop and cough, and it was horrible. It was horrible. Uh, so get those shots, folks. Uh, eventually, for one reason or another, I, it's my brother's story, so I won't tell it, but eventually we moved over to public school, and I went to public school at Woodcock Elementary there in Mobile, and it was a long walk. I meant to look up and see how long a walk it was, but it was a long walk, and so... Uh, uh, my brothers and sisters, my brother and sisters, would have walked to school there with me. I don't, I don't remember the actual walking, but I remember it was a long way, and we had to walk. Um, and uh, we moved to Biloxi, Mississippi, for a little while, and I went to school in Biloxi, Mississippi, and uh, then came back to Woodcock Elementary, maybe second grade, third grade, uh, but. The point of this little story is uh, one of the things that plagued me all of my life was uh, in one school, uh, I wasn't a particular fast learner as, as I've mentioned, uh, we learned to print. And so I had learned the alphabet finally and was printing the alphabet and doing pretty well at that. We moved and we moved. And during one of those moves, we moved back to a school 
that had already learned cursive. So uh, I knew block writing, printing, but did not know cursive and all my peers did. So, uh, you know, you make these decisions with little tiny children's lives and their education, and they really have some serious consequences. It, it turned out that I turned out to be a fairly bright adult person, but I was in behind in school for a long time because uh, of various things that maybe with a little counseling, a little closer, careful, more careful decision-making might not have been so devastating to me. Let's see. Some other things I've got here in my notes are uh, I, I liked childhood stories. Our mother was a, a wonderful mother for uh, little children. She would read to us and tell us stories, and stories were a big part of our childhood. And one of the stories that I remember somebody telling me about was the story about stone soup. And that's where the guy comes to town and he says, I'm going to make the greatest soup ever. And he puts a stone inside the pot and starts his soup. And then uh, some people say, well, don't you need some water? Don't you need some potatoes? Don't you need carrot? Don't you need this and that? And finally, he has a full robust soup and, uh, uh, you know, everybody has some great soup. Uh, but that story evidently stuck to me because I can remember one of the things we did, or I did as a small child, was get some kind of bowl, some kind of pan or something, and I would go out in the yard and make stone soup, and I would add berries, and we had lots of pecan trees, and so uh, pecans and berries and leaves from bushes, who knows what else, you know, uh, I think my grandfather may have had a garden back then, I may have pilfered something from the garden. But uh, I can remember making uh, stone soup and uh, mud pies too. I can remember making mud pies. Let's see, what else have I got on my notes here? Uh, as far as my relatives that lived with us, of course I had my mom and dad and my brother Howard and then Dorothy and Susie, my sisters. But our grandparents lived with us for a little while, my mother's parents. Uh, my grandfather, I think I called granddaddy. My grandmother, uh, my older sister Susie, says we called her Mimi. I don't really remember talking to her ever. My only memory, remember, excuse me, my only memory of my grandmother is walking uh, into the bathroom while she was using the bathroom one time and and there again, another humiliation that happened to me at a very, very early in, in life. Now, I, I have no training in psychology, but I do know that as an adult, I turned into an introvert, a person who, you know, likes to mind their own business and observe things most of the time. Not that I can't be social, uh, not particularly shy, but uh, I'm introverted. I like to keep within myself. And one of the things I attribute to that is all of these humiliations I uh, suffered in, in my early life. A, a, another humiliation I remember is uh, I stole some candy uh, from the little convenience store or grocery store back then uh, down the street. 
and uh, either my older sister or my mother uh, made me take it back and apologize. And of course, that was humiliating. And, and thank goodness they did, because uh, you know I wouldn't want that on my conscience to have uh, stolen something. Um, and also uh, there, as far as relatives are concerned, uh, down the street uh, lived my Uncle John Aunt Francis. Uh, I, I liked my Uncle John. I remember liking to go down there and uh, play or, or talk with them. I didn't much care for my Aunt Francis. I don't know why. I just have that vague memory. Hopefully she was a wonderful person, but I, I remember as a small child not liking to, to not liking her much, sorry. Um, and I do remember her making bread pudding. And uh, bread pudding was not something that was appealing to a small child. Uh, you know, I have had some excellent bread pudding as an adult uh, that was wonderful. So uh, I imagine that her bread pudding was as good as anything else. But as a child, I, I just didn't much care for that. And, and speaking of things I didn't care for or things that uh, were unusual in, in my eating habits, uh, we were not particularly uh, well off. Our mother and father were, uh, they were working class people. And uh, we never had much cereal. So in the morning for breakfast, uh, we would tear up, we would tear up uh, strips of bread and put it in a bowl and then pour milk over it and then pour some sugar on it. And so what we had, well, other people were having cereal for breakfast, we were having what we called bread and milk. And uh, I remember eating that. I remember it was fine at the time. I, I can't imagine eating that now. It, it sounds disgusting, but that's what we had for breakfast sometimes. Um, down the street at one time lived my Aunt Aileen, and she had children. Uh, at then, I think she may have just had uh, Chris, but uh, other children came along. But, but I do remember going down to Aileen's and, and eating a second breakfast with her sometimes, and, and I always enjoyed visiting Aunt Aileen. Um, let's see, is there anything else in my notes here? I think I've just about covered it all. I could probably think of many more things if I just uh, thought about it. Oh, here's, here's one other thing I remember. Uh, speaking of my grandfather, I remember walking down the street with him one day, and he pulled out his pocket knife, and he had this little small brick of something, and he cut off a little piece of it and gave it to me, and that was uh, chewing tobacco. And I don't remember whether I got sick or not. I don't remember anything else about that story. But I do remember, wow, my grandfather is sharing his candy with me. And, of course, it was chewing tobacco. Uh, another thing that reminded me of, uh, right across the street from there, uh, it was a telephone pole. And I remember my uh, parents bringing me in the house. We had gone to visit someplace. And... My parents brought me in the house, and my dad was carrying me, so I must have been very small. 
Uh, and I said, Dad, look over there. There's a fire on the telephone pole. And sure enough, there was a, a fire on the transformer across the street. And the fire company came out and, and put that out. Uh, so lots and lots of memories from my early childhood. And uh, for your children, who, whoever is listening to this, uh, be careful what you say. Be careful of the example you set. Uh, be careful of your children's feelings because they'll remember that stuff. They, they won't remember everything, but but there will be things that, they, that were so uh, unusual or outstanding or humiliating or fun or happy. There'll be, there'll be things they remember from early, early ages. So uh, be good, for goodness sake.